Hey guys, I'm Dell, and welcome to the podcast. Hey guys, my name is Dell, and welcome back to the podcast. So, today we're going to be talking about how to warm up your garden and patio. Um, you know, we just made it out of summer, and um, I don't know about you guys, but summer in Florida is like, it's the worst, trust me. <laughs> And I barely went outside for anything, unless I really, really had to. Um, but and no matter where you live, let's say it's really warm outside, there's endless ways to cool off. Um, you got a pool, you got um, the water hose. My personal favorite is um, running through the water sprinkler. So if I'm in the garden... Um, watering already, <laughs> you know, I'll just start running through the water sprinkler and, um, the neighbors think I'm crazy, <laughs> but what about when it's cold outside? And I'm not talking like cold, cold. I mean like, you know, uh, cold enough to where you need a jacket to enjoy your patio. Um, well, there are possibilities to, uh, keep your patio warm, uh, even in the fall. Um, so let's talk about some of those. Uh, first up, we have patio heaters. Yep, patio heaters. They exist. I never knew until recently. And, um... There's some pretty good ones out there. But when it comes to heating, I mean, keeping yourself and your guests warm and comfortable outside, uh, there are many options to consider. Uh, one of those being patio heaters, uh, if you have an outdoor living space. Um, so let's say you have a patio or uh, a gathering area underneath like a gazebo or pergola or is it pergola I can never pronounce that right <laughs> it's kind of weird but um a, a patio heater is designed to work in small areas like that outside um, and I'll tell you why in a minute but when buying one of these keep in mind the square footage um, you will need to heat. <clears throat> also know that gas heaters not only heat the patio, but also everything else around it, including the air. So when it's windy outside, um, performance might be diminished to a degree. That's what the gas, the gas heaters, um, 
on the other hand, infrared electric heaters work by heating objects nearby, not including the air. So on windy nights, they'll continue to keep you warm as opposed to gas. Um, other specs to think about are BTUs, um, like the energy output. Um, also, when you're trying to pick out a good patio heater, um, they can either be freestanding or mounted. Um, keep in mind the weight because you might have to move these around <laughs> to get that that sweet spot. You know, kind of kind of how it is in your house. Um, if you don't have central heat and you have a, you know, one of those box heaters, not every space is ideal for those. Sometimes you got to play around and put them in different spots. Um, and also keep in mind the size because, you know, some models can be tall or oddly shaped. So keep that in mind as well. Um, but when in use, they actually heat really well. Um, now let's talk about if you can afford one of these. Well, depending on the specs you require, the price can range anywhere from $120 to $2,000. Um, and there's something for every every um, situation in between. Um, but possible precautions to take include avoiding rain and snow, as most are designed to resist the elements. But they are made to be outside, but it's a safer bet to cover them when they're not in use. And, um, you know, to prevent exposure to moisture, um, especially with electronic heaters. So air on the side of caution. If you're going to invest in these, you might as well take care of them, right? It's my opinion. <laughs> All right, next up we have curtains. Um, as mentioned earlier, when it's cold during this time of year, what usually makes it unbearable is the wind. Uh, especially in a yard with no natural windbreakers, like, you know, for instance, tall hedges or large trees, you know, but surprisingly, many homeowners with patios I've seen don't have patio curtains. Uh, this could be for many different reasons, you know, like cost, when they factor in the cost, um, labor, or they just simply chose not to. But uh, when choosing curtains for your patio, make sure they are for outdoors. Uh, don't get the curtains for your bedroom and put those outside because they're going to get ruined. Trust me. Um, the ones I'm talking about are made of what's called polypropylene, which is a polymer designed to be UV resistant, meaning uh, the sun can beat down on it, but the color won't fade. Um, you know, it blocks, it it re I don't know if it blocks or reflects the sunlight, but it's UV resistant. Um, it's also moisture resistant. So when the snow hits it or gets 
you know, moist from the the moisture in the air, it'll prevent mold. That's the last thing you want. You know, you're sitting in the patio and eating, <laughs> you know, eating your food and trying to enjoy yourself and your company. And then you look over and there's mold stains on the curtains. I mean, it's a good conversation starter, but <laughs> nobody wants that. Um, another point about these um, polypropylene curtains is that they're lightweight and easy to clean. So if you do uh, want to take them down, you know, during the summer or whatever, I don't know why you would because, I mean, they look great either either way, but you have to they're lightweight and and if they do get dirty uh, they're easy to clean off so and they usually hang from a tension rod or a grommet and they're adjustable to the user um, you can find them at local hardware stores and they may even offer installation I think for a nominal fee uh, you usually got to ask around and see what they have available but you can do it yourself that's what we're here for we're DIYers <laughs> uh, they're also here's that word again pergola pergola <laughs> friendly as well as uh, you can use them in like uh, screen porches if you guys know how to pronounce that word pergola um, leave a comment <laughs> or email me or because I really want to I might you know I'm going to look it up later um so when the wind picks up you know the curtains they'll they they will allow airflow because you got to breathe but they will reduce the amount of uh wind chill coming your way because like I said when it's cold outside it's one thing but when it's super windy on a cold day yikes um another side perk um they actually reduce noise and um give you a little bit of privacy when you're outside um so next up we have uh three things actually so if you want to keep warm during this time of year outside, you can use uh, blankets, rugs, and pillows. Now let me get into that. Um, look for heavy blankets. You know, something that's really going to keep you warm. And um, I'm pretty sure you have storage in your patio area. So just, you know, grab a couple or... You know as many as you think you might need and just store them there because um i'm a big fan of blankets myself i hate being cold i mean i hate being hot but you know when it's like bone chilling weather you know i gotta stay warm and i love blankets can't stress that enough uh but your guests will also thank you as well pretty sure they don't want to freeze to death um, <laughs> and to keep your feet warm, uh, 
there's no shortage of outdoor rugs. Um, I pass by so many places every day that have outdoor rugs. Um, and I'm talking the huge ones. You know, not just a little tiny under the table rug. I mean, like, it'll fill up the entire patio. Um, and they have so many colors, patterns, not to mention the texture, you know, to choose from. Um, but there are also heated mats. Um, you just plug them in and they usually keep the cold away. Um, if you have a patio with a booth seating, just try piling on the pillows. Like, just get a whole bunch of pillows. Get ones that are dark in color. So what they do is they retain the heat during the day and then slowly release the heat at night. So darker colors and um, get a whole bunch of them. Um, and it makes things more cozy, you know, with a big mass of comfortable pillows. You can just dive right in, you know. That's what they're there for. <laughs> and uh, next up on the list, we have fire pits, chiminea, and outdoor fireplaces. So finally, we come to our final group of patio warming ways. Uh, our first is a legend in its own right. Yep, the fire pit. <laughs> Don't get me started on all the design options available, but the simplest ones are usually built out of fire-resistant material and covered with stone or brick. Uh, fire pits are designed to contain a consistently burning fire and not let it spread, which means you can stay warm longer. You can even roast marshmallows and entertain your family without you know, worrying about burning the house down. Oh. <laughs> if they can either be gas or wood burning. Uh, now, if you're going to use wood, um, I personally used the fire pit before. Um, I don't have one right now, but when I did, I made the mistake of, you know, putting the wrong things in the fire <laughs> that I shouldn't. Because I do a lot of yard work and I hate, I hate bundling things up and, you know, putting things in trash bags and, and composting take a little bit too long to break down. So what I do is sometimes just toss it in the fire pit, but, um, there are certain things you really, really shouldn't put in the fire pit. I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, but what you should put in there are woods like oak. Um, I think oak is good because um, it's a hard wood. I mean, it's gonna burn. It's gonna burn slower, and um, it's gonna give you a, a warmer fire. Um, another one you can use is mesquite, and um, it has a nice smell to it when it burns. Uh, I know in Texas, that's what they use uh, to get that good flavor when they barbecue. Pretty sure they use it everywhere else, too, but, I mean, I guess it's a Texas thing. That's what I, that's what I heard, but... Um, 
You can also use pecan <laughs> or pecan. I'm really bad with these words. <laughs> um, or you can use hickory. Um, so next up is the chimney constructed from terracotta clay or it can be cast iron or cast aluminum but they're basically a fire pit with a chimney you know for directing the smoke up and away from you so you don't choke to death but it doesn't necessarily mean they're safer but you should always follow safety precautions for any fire i'm just going to say that for fire pits or whatever when you're handling a fire be very 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 careful um but there are just as many design options to choose from as the fire pits because the list is endless um every garden center has fire pits um, or you can just make your own but um all in all another great choice for staying warm out on the patio this fall is a chimney um let me ask you this. Ever seen a fireplace outside? Well, they're totally awesome. Um, you can actually pay to make one. Uh, I think the price range is between like um, $1,500 to $20,000, depending on what you want. Um, or you can choose from um, attractive prefab options. And now you're probably wondering... With a price tag like that <laughs> i'd rather plop down in the living room where it's warm already but <laughs> there are some payoffs to making it worthwhile in the, in the end like for instance uh the yard will look so much more elegant with stone or uh, brickwork um so imagine you know entertaining guests on your patio and they see this huge outdoor fireplace <laughs> boom automatically you're getting compliments they're complimenting you on the brickwork the fact that um you actually took the time to <laughs> make their experience better coming over <laughs> um but yeah it, it's worth it in the end but um, not to mention um, how warm and cozy the fire will make things outside. I mean, it's an outdoor fireplace. It's going to be bigger than a fire pit. So the, the flame is going to be bigger. So you're going you're gonna to stay warm. Trust me. Um, now, last, it's been, it's been reported that homeowners can actually increase the value of their home by simply installing an outdoor fireplace. It's actually true. You know, a lot of home improvement projects, people think it actually improves the value of the home. Yeah, sometimes it does, but sometimes it don't. But definitely with these outdoor fireplaces, because they're trendy. You know, it's just like a pool or um, a three-car garage or you know any addition to the house that's going to provide you know more value to the next homeowner so but if the price is still too scary you know a fire pit 
essentially offers the same functionality. So, so yeah, that's going to do it, guys. I've been talking way too long, but um, those are just some ways to actually, you know, keep yourself warm outside because, like I said, who wants to be indoors, you know, cramped up and you got this garden you can use outside, but, you know, not a lot of people were brave enough to <laughs> handle the cold. So hope that helped you guys. And um, that's going to do it for today's podcast. And uh, thanks for listening. Take care.